I'm going to let you remain seated this morning. I want to look at, uh, this is the last uh, message in this series called The Gifts. And uh, I want to give it to you this morning, a very, very important topic. And our key text has been James 1.17. But before I do that, let me welcome everybody watching online. We're so glad. Look, we're praying for people that have COVID. And uh, y'all, let's be sure to keep them in our prayers this upcoming week. And, um, but we're just so thankful that we're able to live stream. How many of you here today haven't been able to come at one time this last year and you were able to pull up uh, the live stream and watch it online? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not as good as being here, but if you can't be here, it's good to have. Amen? So we welcome everybody watching. Would you give it up for them and um, believe the Lord's going to speak to you? So our text 117 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. How many of you have gotten some good gifts at Christmas time? I mean, some. How many of you got a gift that you really didn't care for? Would you raise your hand? Oh, I hope, hope the person that gave it to you is not here. No. There's some gifts that I know not to give Patty. I, I should not get her any cooking utensils. Any cooking equipment during Christmas, that would, that's a no-no. I know. But God gives, God gives perfect gifts. God's gifts, you're going to love it. And the greatest gift he gave us was his son. And didn't, didn't Drew just do a good job being that guy that needed Jesus uh, Sunday or Christmas Sunday? And um, he gives, that, that is the greatest gift and the greatest miracle you can receive is Jesus Christ. Uh, the gift that he paid for, salvation for our souls. The second greatest gift that God gave us is the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, if you have yet to receive, you keep seeking the Lord, asking for it. It's a gift given to you. Just we make it complicated, okay? So you ask the Lord to give you that gift and tell him you want that gift. Uh, today is a little bit different. I'll, I'll give you the, the key text for today. It's Acts 20, verse 35 talking about the words of Jesus. He said, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Now, God has given us many other gifts through his promises. They're great gifts to receive. And you should. You, receive, you should receive everything God has for you. But here we see Jesus say, but there are some things that you need to give. It, it's better for you to give than always to be the one to receive. So I want to talk to you a few moments with the help of the Holy Spirit. The blessing of giving. The blessing of giving. Now, Lord, we thank you so much. You've given so much to us. Today, you've given miracles, I believe. Lord, thank you for that. We don't deserve anything. We just receive it. And we're thankful. Now, Lord, would you speak to our hearts Church, let's pray together. Lord, speak to my heart. Change my life. In Jesus' name, amen. I just was reminded Jennifer Land is cancer-free. We praise God for that. We give God the praise for that. Yeah, it's all him, ain't it? Yeah. And what I love about this... Um, you know, as you see somebody walk through something, if you didn't know she was diagnosed with breast cancer, 
When you see somebody walk through something hard, they can go one or two ways. They can go away from the Lord, or they can get closer to the Lord. And I believe y'all have drawn closer to the Lord, and you'll never be the same in a good way. Thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord for that. Y'all, we're going to see many miracles this year. Are you ready for them? I believe it. I believe we're going to see miracles break out in this place. Thank you, Jesus. So the blessing of giving. We all like to receive gifts. Nick, bless his heart. He asked, Daddy, what you want for Christmas? He ain't got no money, y'all. He said, man, I said, just get me some socks, man. <laughs> Daddy, you want more than socks. Uh, buddy, you ain't got no money. I know. I see you're checking. <laughs> he said, Daddy, I'm not going to get you socks. He wanted to give something to his mom and his dad, even though we ended up having to give him some money to help what he gave us. It wasn't that bad. We all like to get gifts, right? And we like to be thought about. We like it when someone knows us well enough to know what we like or maybe what we need, and they try to give it to us to show us that. We, we enjoy that. Everybody likes that. And when we think about blessings, we usually think about things that we get. But Jesus is telling us in our key text that if you really want to be blessed, you learn how to give. And you get a taste of that when it comes to giving to your kids. Every year we say, okay, we're not going to spend that much. And every year we lie. We spend way more than what we, and Patty's the fault. I mean, she's the one. So uh, talking about Nick, I hope you don't mind that. He's, he's free material for me. <clears throat> He's in his apartment in Baton Rouge, and he needed a couch. And so we made up our mind, we're going to get him a couch. Well, we got him that plus a rug plus. But anyway, but this is just what's so interesting to me. As soon as we said that we're going to buy him a used couch, mind you, you've got to be very careful with used couches, right? And we're just going to get him a little couch for his, uh, his um, apartment. And this is what blows my mind, that as soon as we said that, Patty is looking at Facebook and sees a name that's a friend and says, hey, there's a couch we have for sale, and it comes out of a pastor's office. And I know the name of the, the guy, and I know where he goes to church. So I told Patty, well, I bet that's Pastor Wayne at Jackson First. I bet that's his couch. And um, it would be a couch that Pastor Moore, if you know Pastor Moore, he bought, and Wayne's just remodeling his office a little bit, and and uh, so I called Pastor Wayne up. I said, man, you selling the couch out of your office? Yeah, I'm selling that. And it's, it's the perfect couch. It's a pastor's couch. It ain't been sitting on a whole lot. But it's been cried on. <laughs> and um, so we, we bought the couch. And the reason why I'm just taking the time to tell you that is that I feel like God favored Nick. And he wanted to give him exactly. He not only got a couch that's the color and it's practically new, it's an anointed couch. And just as soon as, you understand, Pastor Wayne has had that couch now for many, many years in his office. And as soon as we decide, or the same time that we decide to buy Nick a couch, that couch goes on sale. I don't think that's by accident. And the reason why I'm taking the time to tell you this is your father God's got great things for you. He's got, I think he rubs his hand together and says, I just can't wait to give him this. 
We couldn't wait to get, as a matter of fact, we drove to Baton Rouge to deliver the couch to them. Not only did we deliver the couch, me and Patty got that couch upstairs in his apartment. Well, we think the Lord was there helping us. We couldn't wait for him to see it. Now, I just want to let you know, Father God's got things like that set aside for you. And he wants to bless you so you can be a blessing to others. Now, it's great that we can bless Nick with that, right? And that's the pleasure that we have. And as God gives to you, you keep your hands open so you can be able to allow him to give through you. It's a blessing both ways. Does that make sense? I'm just skipping all over my message. Maybe I won't get to a lot of it. I don't know. But God's got things for you, and he wants to bless you so he can bless through you. And move church, you do a good job. I shared with our uh, movers this morning how we had three areas that we said you could give during the Christmas holidays. And I try to be very careful and not to overwhelm you with things to give to. But please, and I said it at the very beginning of the holiday season, don't you dare give begrudgingly. Don't give because you think you have to. You would be more blessed just to keep it in your pocket. But, but give because you want to. And I'm telling you, you're a giving church. We not only were able to bless with the toys, and we blessed uh, Teen Challenge, and we gave, gave, were able to give to them. But that church plant, you gave over and above what we needed to plant that pastor and that church. And I'll be giving you more information with that as we give that money and find that exact area. But can we give God a praise for that? You are, because God gives, and we understand that here. So this message is really to, just to encourage us that this year, let's plan on giving more to the Lord. You can't go wrong by giving to God. I heard a preacher say it like this. You can't outgive God. So when you give as he puts it on your heart, you're going to receive more just to be able to give more. If you got open hands, he can bless you. If you got closed fists, he can't bless that. So let's just be sure that we keep open hands before the Lord, and you're going to be amazed at what he's allowed to do through your life. I'll just about preach the whole message. Then. Let me just give you a few pointers, okay? 2 Corinthians 9, 7, God loves a cheerful giver, just a happy giver. Now, what do you think happens to, I mean, God loves, you know, we know God loves everybody. So this scripture is taking that a little bit above. He's like, it just pleases him. And what happens when your children please you? You just want to give to them. You just want to bless them more. Now, if you give them something, they say, I didn't want that. Well, they're not getting too much more from you, right? But if you give them a box with a piece of paper in it, and they say, oh, you should have spent so much on me, you're ready to buy them some more, right? You're ready to bless them more. There's five blessings of giving people. Let me give these to you. Five blessings that if you want to be blessed this year, you want to be a giver. And look at what happens. The first blessing is this. Giving people are thankful people. Giving people are thankful people. They understand that what they have did not come from their abilities. They understand who gave it, gave it to them and for what reason. Now, does God want to give you some stuff for your blessing? Yeah. That you can keep for yourself? Yes. 
but he wants to give you more so he can give through you. And giving people are thankful. They say, some, some mistakenly say this, if I had what they have, I would give to others too. No, you won't. I've heard people say, Pastor, if I get a million dollars, I'm going to give half to the church. Well, why don't you start with that $10 bill you've already been given? Did I get serious all of a sudden? I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) Giving is not about what you have. It's about your heart. Giving is a thankful heart. A giver has a thankful heart. They're thankful for all that God has done for them. And they say, look, I'm just going to give because of all God has done. That's a giving person. They're thankful. Number two, giving people are happy people. Happy people. God created us to feel happiness when we give. Scientists say that when we give, there's a neurotransmitter that's released in our brain called dopamine, and it gives us a feeling of pleasure. God designed us like that to be like him that when we give to others, we just feel that, that pleasure and we're happy because of it. So if you're feeling discouraged today, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling overwhelmed even by lack, find a place to give. Now that's worth the admission, price of admission right there. If you're down today, go to the dollar store and get you a dollar brownie mix. Go home, take you some time, bake those brownies, And take it to somebody else that's going through something worse than you. And I guarantee you'll feel better if you do it with the right heart. It's just the way God designed us. Giving people are happy people. And number three, oh, let me me give you the scripture. This is an amazing scripture. Paul says, talking about the Macedonian believers, he said this in 2 Corinthians, For in a severe test of affliction... Their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have, aflowed, have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. Y'all see some words that just don't go together there for the world? Look, look it says, in their, in a, they were going through a severe test of affliction that their abundance of joy caused them, they had extreme poverty, and it caused them to give overflowing uh, in a wealth of generosity, overflowed in a wealth of generosity. So that doesn't add up, does it? And that's the way God has, that, that God moves and he blesses those that get their minds off themselves and gives to others. It just, it, there's joy. There's, there's um, uh, an abundance as God gives to give to others. So giving people are happy people. Uh, number three, giving people are content. Oh, wow, this is so important. Giving people are content. They're not consumed with materialism. They don't have to have the latest upgrades. It's okay to have the iPhone 3. <laughs> if you have the iPhone, what, what number are we on now? If you have that, that's okay, as long as it doesn't have you, right? <clears throat> but it will help us to practice some contentment. It would help, if, if, especially if you say, well, Pastor, I don't have to give. Well, stop upgrading and having to get the latest of everything. Then you can have some to give. Paul said it like this. Uh, you know, we quote Philippians 4.13 all the time. And usually when we quote that, it's because we're going through something hard, something difficult. 
And we say God is going to help us. Philippians 4.13, let's say it together. I can do all this, or things, Some one translation said. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Well, we have to read the scripture that comes before that. Look at what he says in verse 12. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Paul is saying that my faith and my joy doesn't depend on my circumstances or my possessions. That God, I am content with what God has given me. And what he has given me is enough to do anything he wants me to do. Did you know that anything God wants to do through his body, he has already given to his people? Anything that God has for us to do as a church, he's already planning on providing the resources. He's already given it to us. We just have to have that spirit of generosity to be able to give what he wants from us. When we do that, the need gets met. Amen? So giving people are content people. Content. I am content with my 2013 GMC truck. Even though the seat is getting a little ripped and it, it, just, it just ain't like it even was when I bought it a year ago. I, I would like to go get that brand new GMC. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? If I could just get James Ash's truck. Where's James? He, and there's, there's nothing wrong with um, being able to get things that you want. As long as you are a giver first. As long as you understand that what God has given you, you give back to him. Don't take it all for yourself. Amen. Okay, I'm just skipping through a little bit, so I'm a little disoriented. But number four, here we go. I'm trying to get you out of here early today. We'll see what the Lord does. Giving people are purposeful. Are purposeful. Giving people are purposeful. They know there's a reason that they have what they have. They want to be able to make a difference in someone else's life. They understand that God has put us here for a reason, and it's to build his kingdom. If we're not careful, we can spend all of our time and resources on building our little kingdom. And our little kingdom only lasts while we're here. Uh, after you leave, your, your kids are going to fight over the, that, those dishes and those tools you got in your shed. But if you live with a purpose that you want to make a difference for God, can I tell you, you will enjoy the benefits for eternity. Heaven is going to be amazing. When we get to heaven, we'll be able to see those who were givers in heaven with the right motive. Uh, there is a um, lady, as a matter of fact, her name is O.C. Ola, I believe, McCarty. Now, I got a couple of Southern folks in here going to a Southern uh, Miss in here, college students. Y'all know who Osceola McCarty is? There's a statue of her. <laughs> okay, let's see, yeah. There's a statue of her on campus. And does, does anybody know who she was? She was a lady. She passed away in 1999. But Osceola McCarty was a lady who had to drop out of school in the sixth grade to take care of her aunt. 
And she took a job, that the same job that her grandmother did, I believe it was, she washed clothes for a living. She, that was her career, washing other people's clothes for a living. But she wanted to have a, make a difference in someone else's life. She didn't let her difficulty, her struggle, keep her from having purpose for her own life. And do you know, by the time she passed away, before she passed away, she gave $150,000 to Southern Miss for scholarships to underprivileged students. Isn't that amazing? She determined that she would not just be a victim of her circumstances that she would have a purpose in her life. And even though she couldn't go to school, that she determined she would make a difference for someone else who could. And before she passed away, she received an honorary degree from USM. She also received a, the nation's second highest civilian award from the then President Bill Clinton. It was the President's Citizens Award. It gets better. She won the, I think it's pronounced, Aviana Medal from the United Nations. She also um, uh, got, she got many other awards and tributes, but she got a doctorate from Harvard, y'all, because she determined that I'm going to use what I've been given to make a purpose for someone else. Giving people are purposeful people. Number five, and giving people are blessed. Giving people are blessed. Jesus said it himself. He said in Luke 6, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. That's the words of the Lord Jesus, right? That God says you will, you will get back what you give in the way that you give it. So we know the blessings are many from the Lord. Uh, many times uh, we, we can't even count the blessings. We don't even understand the blessings. I, I was thanking the Lord one day. Thank you, Lord, the way you've protected me. And, and just really felt blessed by God's protection. And then the Lord told me, you don't know how many ways I've protected you that you don't even know about. The times that the the train came by, and I might have been aggravated about it, but the Lord was keeping me from a car accident up the road. That God's blessings are, are for us are more than we can even understand. So there's many, many blessings. Let me give you four ways to give in closing. Four ways that, that we can give. And um, again, I think I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, but let's be more givers this year. The Bible says he gives seed to the sower. So let's just have those open hands where God can give us more so we can give to him more. Amen? So four ways we can give. The first way is this, our time. That you should be giving your time to the Lord. Now that, that includes our, our personal time with the Lord, spending time with him every day. We're starting all over again the one-year Bible. I would encourage you to start the one-year Bible for about 15 minutes a day you can read scripture that at the end of the year, you will have read the whole Bible through. If you want those apps, I can give you the information on that. Uh, this is our third year to walk through that. So do the one-year Bible, or if not, do a devotion plan. 
But make up your mind that you're going to spend time with the Lord every day in reading his word and praying. Now, the other way that we give of our time is through serving him. We have different abilities, different callings, but we're all called to serve. And that's a good place to say, yes, amen. We're all called to serve the Lord, to do what he would allow us to do. You know, we all can serve. We all can do things that doesn't really even, some of it doesn't even take a great ability to do. We just, you have to have that servant's heart. Lord, whatever you have for me. Jesus said himself, the greatest among you shall be your servant in Matthew 23, 11. Uh, then Matthew 20, 28, he said, even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So God expects us to serve him. Be, to have a, a humble heart that, Lord, whatever you need, I am here. And again, church, you do a great job at that. You really do. You're, you're wonderful servants, and I'm so thankful. And another way that we are to give is through our talents. When the Lord moves into our life, he brings his talents with him. Aren't you thankful for people who use their talents for the Lord? <laughs> Amen. We have some talented people that use what God has given them to bless the body, and it is for the body. First Peter says this, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as, God's, as good stewards of God's varied grace. And what I've uh, determined about God's gifts, that when he gives us the ability or talents and we use it for him, he gives us more talent. He multiplies those talents as long as we use them for him. The third way is our treasure. We give our treasure. Treasure is our resources. Treasure is our, our uh, money. Treasure is this thing, those things that God has blessed us with. As a matter of fact, I ran a little short for lunch today. I need a $20, $20 from somebody that can help me with lunch today. Brower, thank you. Thank you all for everybody. Man, but... Man, y'all so nice. You all right with this now? Brower is a college student, man. And look at this. No, Brower is a giver, man. Yeah, thank you for that, brother. Come on, man. Wow. Appreciate that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just, he was the first one. You know, it seemed like it was really easy for him to do. And it should have been because I gave him this 20 before church. <laughs> Full disclosure, Brower's a giver anyway. He would have he done it anyway. But I gave him this 20 before church. I said, now when I asked for 20, <laughs> I was a little worried about him hesitating. I was watching him the whole time, make sure he stayed back there. And just a little illustration that when we talk about treasure, I'm not talking about our tithe, because just like this 20 really didn't belong to Brower, our tithe doesn't belong to us. Now, y'all, I have to help us with this. You've got to get a hold of this. Okay? Your tithe is designated to the Lord. It's holy to the Lord. Please don't keep it. Pastor, it's hard. It's difficult. Yes, I, I, I get that. But you won't, it won't be as hard until you give it. 
I'm telling you, once you give it to him, you know you're covered. I, would, I started tithing long before I was a pastor at a church. Because somewhere along the line, God taught me this principle that it don't belong to me. It's his. And as, this is the kicker, though. You know, the Bible says, don't, it doesn't say anything about giving the tithe. It says to bring the tithe. Because you can't give what don't belong to you. And I'm telling you, this is not just this church. I'm talking about for the body of Christ. If the whole body of Christ tithes, the kingdom of God would expand in amazing ways. See, I think it's sort of sad that for the kingdom of God, for us to do missions and for us to be able to do things with for the Lord, I think the church should have the best. Do we have to have the best, spiritually speaking? No, but I think God deserves our best, right? And I think it's sort of sad that the church, not, not really this church, I'm, you understand, I'm talking about the body of Christ, that we got to do rummage sales and, and bake sales to be able to send our kids to camp. I don't think it should be that way in the body of Christ. You may feel different, that's okay, you're entitled to that. But we must give to God what belongs to him. So when we give of our treasure, that's our offerings. The tithe doesn't count. The kicker, I'll say one last thing about the tithe, okay? The scripture promises us, though, even when we give the tithe, that God will bless it. When we give God back what already belongs to him, he said, I'll bless you for it. You got to read it. You got to know that. You want that blessing in your life. But also when we give our offerings, that's when we pray, God, what would you have me to give? And God puts it on your heart, and then you give. The offering, the treasure that I'm talking about is over and above your tithe. Now, I do feel like this, just as an illustration, just because I want to, Brower, this 20 does belong to you, buddy. Come on up, man. I want to give you this 20. And now you've got something in your pocket, buddy. You've got some full money, man. Come on. Come on, man. Would you, I'm going to buy Brower lunch today. Come on. Now, if you put some faith in that, that may be a $100 bill before you leave. You better watch it. So we give our treasure to the Lord. Uh, let me give you this, uh, the last one. And like I said, I've skipped over a few things. But then the last thing, the way we can give is our testimony. Revelation, it says, and they conquered him, talking about the enemy, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. They said, God has done so much for me. Let me tell you what he's done for me. This testimony that I'm talking about is not like just getting to the mic and coming up front. That's great. But I'm saying, this is your witness to others. So many times, Satan makes us feel inadequate to tell somebody else about God. And all Jesus says is he wants you to be a witness. Well, what is a witness? A witness shares what they've seen, what they've experienced themselves. You don't have to tell somebody else's story. You tell your story. And what great, greater way to give back to God than to sell, tell someone else what God has done for you, someone that needs to hear it. And we are to give our testimony to others, and God blesses that. Would you stand, please?
Thank you, Lord. Giving is a sign of thankfulness for all that God has done for us. Giving is a sign of dedication to do all that God wants from us. Giving is a sign of faith to believe that God has good things for us. Let's be greater givers this upcoming year than we have. As a church, I'll probably uh, I'll be able to share a little bit more after we have our annual trustee meeting, but we're planning on giving more to missions this year than we have in the past, than the years past. We're planning on being able to, matter of fact, last year God put this on my heart, that guys, we just got to give more to missions. We give pretty good to missions for our church our size, but we got to give more. And when I said that uh, the beginning of this year, did you know as a church in the middle of all of this, that as a church body, you have, it's been our best year as far as giving. I mean, you have done a fabulous job. But I think it's when, when we said that we're going to give more through us, that God says, okay, now let me go ahead and give them. See, God doesn't have any lack. Could God do it without us? Yes. He just gets us to be able, he allows us to be able to have a part in it. Now, if you're that kind of person that really gets all tense when it comes to giving, you need to allow the Lord to set you free in that area. You need to shut the devil's mouth to begin with and allow the Lord to set you free in that area. He wants to because he wants to use you to be a blessing in these areas. Would you bow your head just for a moment? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you've done today. And Lord God, I thank you that you are working in our lives. And Lord God, for us, any of us that would think that we don't have to give, I pray you would help us to see otherwise. We're stopping your blessing. Lord, for us that are really just having a hard time trusting you with our finances, show us that way, Lord God, that, that we can start putting you first in that. And Lord, Stepping out in faith, you say, test you in this. Lord, for those that give, I pray you would even bless them more so they can give more, so we can do more for you to build your kingdom, not a man's kingdom, but your kingdom. Lord, I thank you for allowing us to be a part of building your kingdom, and you bless us. We, we, we feel happy. We feel purpose, Lord God. We're we're thankful and that we could be used to add to your kingdom. We want to do more for you. And Lord God, I pray your blessings would flow through us as we do. In Jesus' name. With your heads bowed just for a moment. I want you to, um, if you have a business that you, you work for yourself, would you raise your hand? You work for yourself. Raise it up real, real high. I'm going to pray just a blessing on your business that God begins to multiply that so he can use you. I'll tell you, Satan will tell you, you'll be good if you barely make it. That's a lie. Father, I pray that for these business, these businesses, these businessmen, these businesswomen, that you would bless them as they have their hands open to be a blessing. Father God, I thank you that you will bless them. And if they put you first, you're going you're gonna to bless them in many times over. 
And Lord God, they'll be amazed at what they can do for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. I shared this a few weeks ago, and I'm very careful about this because people get so tense when it comes to money and stuff. And I'm telling you, the Bible says quite a bit about it. But uh, this, uh, I, I shared this a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago. I, God just dropped into my spirit that he's going to bring millionaires to move church. Now, again, God just is not about giving anybody uh, steam or, or reverence. God just wants to fund his kingdom. We want to build a campus one day. We want to build a new, we got the land. If you don't know, we got the land right over here. And we're going to be able to build a building the other, uh, uh, one day, <laughs> the other day, one day. And it's going to be fabulous. We're going to be able to make more room to see more people come. We'll have a parking lot that you don't have to walk through gravel. Can anybody say amen? Does anybody believe that the Lord wants to do that? I believe he does, you know. So he's got to fund that kingdom. But this is the question. What if, just what if God wants to make some of us wealthy like that? Would anybody be okay with that? I think I would. And um, let's just go ahead and, and have those open hands, amen. It's not, it's not about us. It's about God's kingdom. I'll leave you with this last statement. There's nothing you can take to eternity other than people. Think about it. There's nothing you can take to eternity. You can't take that car. You can't take that house. But you can take people to heaven with you. Isn't that what it's all about? Amen. All right. Now, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for doing a work in our lives today. Thank you for speaking to us today. Lord God, we are careful to give you all the praise for all the good things that come our way. And Lord, we will do what you want us to do when it comes to giving. Lord, thank you for this giving church. Lord God, thank you that you already have givers here that, that, are, are, that just love to give to you. And Lord, I know you're going to bless them many times over. We'll give you the praise for that. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to send you out with a blessing. This will be the first blessing of the year. Other than that prayer I just prayed, raise your hand if you want to receive it. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Have a great Sunday, y'all.